Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 204 of The Good, The Bad, and Geeky. I'm Nick Nitro, and on tonight's episode, uh, we have our special friend, DJ Meat. That's right, DJ Meat is back this week, and uh, we discuss all manner of things, all manner of amazingly fun things. Like, uh, we talk about, uh, you know, the musical Les Miserables, Les Miserables, uh, depending on, you know, if you're John Travolta. Uh, and we also, you know, further get into the, the details and the talents, or lack thereof, of Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Anne Hathaway. Uh, we also discuss, you know, J.K. Rowling, the horcruxes of Harry Potter, uh, the voice of the Batman, and much, much more in this most latest episode, episode 204, entitled Good Vibrations. Um... Before we get going, let's just cut straight to the quick, though. Uh, we want to thank our our, uh, our sponsors of the show. Um, it means a lot that they help us. They keep the show going. Uh, and that is uh, audible.com. Go to the website, www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. Get over 100,000 titles to choose from. Sign up now with our link. Support the podcast. Get a free audio book and a 14-day trial of audible.com. And then also check out The TV King, thetvking.com. Have tons of reviews from myself and Jerome Wetzel. Your favorite television shows online, how to stream them there, and much, much more, including news, reviews, tips, all kinds of stuff. It's there, the, the TVKing.com. And uh, also, don't forget to check out the TV King on Twitter at the TV King. That's right, Chris, the uh, guy who, who is the TV King, he created the, the website, he runs the site, he has all the updates. So if uh, you just want a quick list of uh, when there's a new update on the site, or if you just want to just talk TV with Chris, he loves TV. That's why he's the TV King. Go to www.thetvking.com or follow him on Twitter at the TV King. All right, guys, here's episode 204. Really can't say much more than that. It's, it was a lot of fun to record, and uh, it, it always is never uh, a dull moment with with DJ Meat, aka Nathan Eugene Haley. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 204. Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It will cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person, living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. Official opening anymore. Why we should we're better than that? We're better than that. Hell, that's right. Well, I had a pretty interesting week. There you go. Got a couple new, uh, couple new vocal students. Been fun. That first one's always the worst, but it's nice. To, the very first, oh, the very, the very first one. Okay, but I'm now it's so much. But now it's a lot easier. Feel a lot more comfortable. So I'm pretty excited. Okay. All I, right. I think you can. You're musically talented enough that you can do your way through anything. But how do you? You can't play. I've never seen you play piano. Yeah. How do you go about that? How do I go about playing the piano? Well, they're vocal lessons. So my piano ability just lies in being able to play scales and play. I haven't had an intermediate or advanced student yet. So if, I mean, when that comes, I'll just have to prepare like a day ahead, put something on some bellies, bring it in. The keyboard that I have has a USB port, so I can plug stuff in, and I can always play the play the piano part through it. Because obviously if they get really good, depending on what they want, then there's, I mean, there's nothing I can do. So if I create it and then play it then I can start then I can listen to them more and it'd be more beneficial. I mean I can play through I can I can fake my way through stuff, but I mean obviously there's only so much I can do. I was gonna say you're you're pretty good like at picking out obviously you know Yeah, I I know the melody I can find it's not it's not like playing the melody line would be difficult. I I could do a basic accompaniment to what they're playing. But yeah, if they got a real hard piece or something or 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a child. If they had a real hard piece. Yeah. Difficult. A difficult piece. A difficult piece. A challenging piece. Do they find it hard to get that piece in there? In where? Oh, see, you ruin it when you go that far. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry your fifth grade joke did not hold true. Did not hold forth. But no, it's fun. The facility is amazing. That's Guitar Center for anybody who's listening who wants vocal, guitar, drum, uh, production audio. I thought it's cool because they do a garage band, um, something Logic Pro, and probably some other dorky stuff. But the, I mean, each room is designed for some. For whatever area is being taught, that's what I think is really cool. But do they do like how how far does their enter, uh, editing or whatever go for GarageBand? I have no idea. I mean, the the room has all this stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, you just have to call. I mean, you just have to call and ask. I'm pulling back the current a little bit. I mean, this show is. Re- we sometimes record on GarageBand, and ultimately we edit the show on GarageBand. So right now. We're editing downstairs in the studio, in the main living room of the studio, with a uh, HZ1 uh, digital recorder, hand recorder. Um, and we're up in the studio, we use uh, compressor mics, and then we I, we edit the show directly into GarageBand. So I would love to see if maybe they could, if they have like an uh, intermediate of GarageBand. That would be fascinating to me. See, what I don't know, what I do know... You know, live, learn, love. KWL chart. What I know, what I want to know, what I learned. Right. Which would be fascinating. I would love, because there's supposed to be a way, like, if you set the board properly, in GarageBand, I think it has to be a pure digital source uh, into the computer, mm-hmm. or Mac, where <clears throat> each track is its own separate track in GarageBand. So right now, if you have, if you, we were in the normal studio, uh, everyone has their own mics. Um, well, there are three mics in the studio. Uh, there are compressor mics. There's mine, yours, and John's, or Jimmy, whoever. So, um, each mic goes into its own separate track would mean uh, your your dialogue would be on one track and GarageBand, mine would be another track, so I could edit all our tracks separately. Okay. Which, that's the, that would be the, in a perfect world. Now, granted, I figure that probably takes a lot of processing power, which would probably crash my Mac, and we would probably not get through a show. Because that's happened to us before. We recorded a whole episode, and then been there. yeah, and the whole episode just poops out, which sucks. But so I'm curious about. That. I'll have to look into that. That's pretty cool. And that's what? What is it again? I mean, the place. Oh, Guitar Center. It's off of Morse Road. Uh, Guitar Center Studios. I mean, the room. It's just a, such a nice wing. Like you had. Like you look on the outside of it. And you don't think that much of it. You walk in, and then you go into this just, I mean, new, newly built area. It's so nice. I mean, the practice rooms are nicer than any practice rooms that I've, as not, if not nicer than I've been. But better than Otterbein's, unless Otterbein has fixed theirs in the last four years. And Otterbein, I thought, it's, had a decent... I mean, well, I mean, it's got a nice facility, but better. I've, I've been to Capitals practice rooms. I mean, I'm a I, like my keyboard. I have to constantly learn about because there's so much it can do. It's a full 88 uh, key keyboard. Uh, it's got a I mean, it's got a USB port. It's got all the stuff on it. The oh, wow. amp that I got in my room is like it, it's standing. Mm-hmm. And trying to, you know, learn stuff on that. Nice mics. I mean, it's and that's just a Volker Volker room. Uh, it's just it's just really nice. But pretty sweet. I'm gonna have to check that out because well, I need a. We've been recording a lot of shows with the digital recorder, and part of that is just because I think one of the channels and the board is sort of going out. Um, and I did, I do want a new board, so I'd rather just up. I can use this one still perfectly fine. Upgrade. Also, I would like to also get a new desk, but you know, potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Um, yes, that's a mega mind joke. Uh, but I don't know. I'm gonna lie and say I got it. Yeah, good man. I appreciate that. I'm here, here for you. Yeah, thank you. 
Um, you also had a performance uh, with Cobb. I did. And I thought you were... No, I mean, okay, I enjoy when you guys play. Mm. I, I really do. Mm. I do. Oh. Why are you, like, you... These are just random noises. They have no purpose. Uh-huh. That, They're just random. That, yeah, that's... that's I'm totally, just trying my sound off. Be professional. That's, uh, yeah. Well, no, that, yeah. But in terms of what you just said, which is like, yeah, you're just making random sounds. Like, mm. that's horse shit, yeah. So... I've been to, like, I think, what, three or four performances? Almost mm. every single one you've never told me about. I So I took the initiative, found out, and then went. Parker Roses, I believe I did. I don't remember you telling me about Parker Roses. I thought I found out from Wendy. and then you, I, probably, I, you might have found out from okay, her from a friend. Let me heard it from a friend. Let me rephrase this. Let me rephrase this. Anytime I went to one of your performances... I heard it from somebody else. I then asked you, and you said, "Well, yeah, it's on the website. I'm not going to tell you about it." And I don't. To which, to which I'm not I, that big of a promoter. To then, which I hear from your family, he doesn't tell us anything, which I find to be just okay. Uh, not okay, but it's just like, well, <laughs> I just find I just find the whole thing to be okay. No, no, I find it to be well, okay. That's that's interesting. But so the one time I think. No, you didn't tell me about this one, but everyone else but me knew about it. Like, my aunt and my my parents knew about it. Mm-hmm. Jean won't rest unless I tell her a concert. Like, she won't, like, it, it, she pushes it. She pushes it. It's like that person tapping on your shoulder. Yeah. So, and- I, I just get it over with and I tell her. I don't tell her to go to the site anymore. One well, time I went with it and made it up, and she didn't like that. So, I told her the truth now. She, let me bet, I bet you anything. She went to that place. Oh that no, time. I didn't go that. I didn't go that far. Oh, okay. It was like the day before, and she's like, "No, I, don't, I, I checked. I don't think that's. It. I think you meant. I, I don't think that's where you meant." I was like, yeah, I felt bad. But uh, yeah, and I tried to get. Matter, uh, matter of fact, uh, that was the day that uh, it was a snow day, so it messed up my schedule because my girlfriend was with me. So it's not her fault. I enjoyed spending time with her, obviously. But Good save. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, it, uh, it also it messed up me leaving work early so I could come see your performance. Mm. And 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 uh, but the thing is, I'm not going to lie. This concert had the most standing ovations. Well, of any concert, I, I and see that frustrates me even more. And then when you were talking about it Sunday, like mom and dad after they saw the performance, they just said that was one of the best concerts we ever seen. And Nathan was so good. Everyone was so good, and he was such a he was so. Nice oh, you didn't get to hear show. my solo. That probably pissed you off even more. A little bit. I, I did not hear the the solo. Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know I you didn't had have a, solo. a solo. Oh, you didn't have a tuba solo. I was just trying to dig a little deep. Oh, well, there you go. Well, thank you. Yeah, because it, yeah. Well, I mean, I had like a one on a part thing, but it's not like you can be like, oh, that's clearly the B flat tuba. Well, if anyone who's seen the bathroom sessions uh, of, the, of the podcast on YouTube know that I'm a big fan of Africa's Toto. We happened to play that, and you told me something. I was like, "Yeah, we and played we it, sang and, it, we, and it. we sang it, and we sang it, and then you say you led the audience or something to sing it with you guys too, or something, or did they just automatically start singing? Or I, I, I just well, we said something yeah, we like engaged that. the audience and I harmonized. And see that even just like it break. I, I wanted to, ah fucking you just missed I, it. I, I missed it. I missed it, and it, it really does because I was like. Because, I mean, look, last time I went to one of your guys' performance in the church, you guys were fantastic, but the, it yeah, was... Yeah, there's us and the BBC. It, if you don't know the piece and they're like 15 minutes, they're boring. I'm not going to sit here and defend brass band music. Some of it is it boring be a little, as yeah. hell. Like, there are parts of it that are... are, are like, I sit there and I'm bored. Right. But, I wanted to shoot myself on one of the combined pieces we had to play. It's called Pines of Rome. It's beautiful to listen to, but my part is just constant, like, it, from tritones to normal tonic dominant stuff, like one to five. So, da, 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 or da, 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 or da, 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 da. Like, it's just boring. Because I'm the footsteps of the soldiers coming home. And that's all I am. I'm just the footsteps. And they're pedals because they're coming from far away. And the mist is carrying them in. And these soldiers are coming home. 
And all these people are waiting. Oh, my father didn't die! Yippee! And, and that's and that's the flute part or something. No, it's just it's. No, I, I mean, it's so it's beautiful. It's called Pines of Rome. It's beautiful to, to listen to, but it's just built from four or no from um, pianissimo, so three pianos to four tissimo, tissa, tissa, tissimo. Damn. Just yeah, fucking soft, to very fucking loud, and it takes. Ten minutes to get there. Wow, that's a long because time. Because it, it's just that they, they you know, they, they come home. They, they come home. I mean, it they, takes them a while. They get there. That's not, you know what, that, oh, that's, that's longer than, like, The Who's, a quick one while she's away. The Who do a lot of, they, they their songs, when they would record them, they would become, like, jams. And so they just jam sometimes, or it, the whole song feels like a jam. Mm-hmm. Like, so it starts out, like, matter of fact. That's uh, how Barbara Ann is. Like they literally something about like only half of it was written. Like the reason why they're laughing in the middle of the song, the middle toward the end, is because it's just made up. I did not know that. Yeah, that's absolute. That's actually fascinating. Well, Brian Wilson, have a. Are you a fan of the Beach Boys at all, or just you just? If you hear one song, you hear them all. Yeah, the early. I don't know. Oh man, I don't agree with that. I do. I said it. It's out there. No, I, I will say with the early stuff. California Girls, Bob Moran, um, even their Christmas album. What about Good Vibrations? They all sound the same. The harmonies are unique. I will mm-hmm. give you that. But it does, Good Vibrations does not sound like their earlier stuff. I will... It's all for, It's all the same. It's not bad. They're good. I mean, you, it's the first thing when you the, go to a beach. What do you think good. of? The vibrations. What are do you good. think of? That's what you think of. Yeah, but if you listen to the lyrics of, I've never even heard them do a minor piece song. A minor piece song. Piece or technically, they're called, I said piece, but they're songs because they have words. Uh, like, what do you mean a minor piece? I'm sorry. Minor, depressing. Oh my like, god! Good vibrations is depressing. No. Do 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 do. Okay, no, no. Are, 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 you're talking about like a. That's a horrible example. Okay, you're talking about a sound, a song that actually sounds depressing. Or it, no, it, is depressing? when it's in minor, it's, it's usually setting a more depressing mood. They're all positive and upbeat, and they're all. Do, 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 do. You have not heard the entire. Wish they all could be California. Do 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 do. There's way down in Coca Ruba, Jamaica. Well, that's not what that's about. Notice, I haven't changed tempo. But I'm seeing them all now. There may be like a three to four beat fluctuation in there, but they're all near the same. But they're multi-millionaires, if not almost, probably not billionaires. But they've sold, I mean, they're a good group. They work together. They blend well. Their harmonies are great. I, it, what? Well, probably not anymore. In the day. Brian Wilson went fucking nuts. That's the whole, there's that song by Bernicolais is based on the guy from uh, from the Beach Boys. And they kicked him out. They kicked him out because he, he went nuts. And it's partly because of the drugs. But he was betrayed by his his actual... His brother, who was in the Beach Boys, pretty much him and the Beatles started. They started dueling each other because, yeah, they started off as the poppy, just like the Beatles did. You know, the Beatles had the bowl cuts, the bowl haircuts. The Beach Boys had the really crisp, like the California sound, which is what you were talking about. And then, uh, I think the one album had, I think it was Pet Sounds, had such a unique sound to it. That the, it made the Beatles go, oh, well, suppose, it was like a friendly rivalry, which is, you did that with yours, we, we're going to do Revolver. I'm probably getting the records wrong. If John was here, he'd let me, he would correct us, but he's yeah. not, yeah. so there you go. Um, but way to go, John. Way to go, John. Way to fuck it up. Bald piece of shit. <laughs> so, uh... Does he actually listen to these? Uh, every once in a while. He'll, okay, he he catches up. Yeah, you're good. He, uh... Uh, not he, but the Beatles and, and the Beach Boys would have this friendly rivalry, and it was led by John and Paul, and then it was led by Brian Wilson. He was the the heart and soul of the Beach Boys in terms of how it sounded. So anything you heard on the Beach Boys, whether it sounds all the same, it was, but the harmonies were very hard and unique, that was all Brian. Well, Brian started doing a lot of acid and LSD like he did back in those days, and he started working on this album called Smile, and 
the first song from it was Good Vibrations. And if you really do listen to the earlier stuff, yeah, the tempo is probably the same, but it does sound like nothing exactly like. And also the lyrics, if you listen to the lyrics, it's, they're very – it's not a – it's sort of depressing in itself, the lyrics. It's, it's upbeat, but – and the brothers started turning on him because they're like, look, we want to make money. Let's go back to the old stuff. And he's like, no, I want to do a song about a fire truck. Um, this is not actually just. There's a documentary I think on Netflix. It's really good. Um, Sounds amazing. Well, that's the thing is that because he eventually went nuts, he got kicked out of the band, or he pretty much got kicked out of running the band, which he was. He went nuts in the process. You know, he just it was just bad timing. Everything just sort of collapsed. I mean, he had a mental well, breakdown. So, so on Full House, were, were all the Beach Boys there? No, Brian wasn't there. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Beach Boys continue today without Brian Wilson. And matter of fact, his brother uh, died. Uh, Brian lost his brother, and they, they barely spoke in words before he died. And it, it broke Brian's heart because, you know, that's what I'm saying. It, Brian finally did, years later, release Smile with his own band. Going, Yeah, I mean, it was very... It, the documentary covers about what happened then and covers him trying to release the album now and releasing it the first time in concert before the record even goes out. It's really good. Like, and Paul McCartney comes backstage and is like, look, I'm really proud of you for doing this. I really wish you would have... Because, see, the Beatles' answer to what they heard from Good Vibrations was Sgt. Pepper's Only Heart Club Band. That whole album was a response to just Good Vibrations. Because then after that, they're like, well, we don't know what Brian's going to give us. So, you know, it, it's really good. I, now, when they, he did release Smile as an album, just himself, Brian Wilson's Smile... I don't know how well it would have done back then in terms of hits. Maybe it would have changed everything, but it's out of contact. It's out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? It's out of context to the era. So, I don't know. But it's 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 interesting to think about. Just a little bit, but... Um, I'm interested right now. Yeah. I do not want to squatulate at all. What? What even... What, why do we start talking about Brian Wilson? You started talking about Brian Wilson. Yes, but what were you, you talking talked about... about Good vibrations and the Beach Boys. No, you said Barbara Ann. That's why you said. Oh, because you were talking about bands that, or some song that were that like, they were in a studio and it was live. And I just said a song that I knew that was live. Like there was just kind of on the spot. Like Barbara Ann. I yeah, just right, knew right, that right. the whole okay. thing was okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah. And then I said the song Brian Wilson by the by the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. And by yeah. And we're back. And we're back. Okay, I understand. Where I was like, I was like. Where was the line of thought on that? Like, well, I just went woo over there. Oh no, it was it 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 all segued. It, okay, all right, well, good. And there we go. And we're back. This conversation masturbated on itself. What? Yeah, a little bit. Um, okay, well, well, here's something else I find to be a little interesting. Was they usually mean it's not interesting at all. Well, it 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 pertains to you a little bit and John both. Oh, good. Uh. I got okay. So, so well, I, I got that too. Sarah was not pleased with that. Um, so we're watching the Academy Awards Sunday night, and uh, you and Sarah, or you and John, Sarah and I. Okay. And uh, I just said, uh, John made a point. He tweeted at me. He's like, "I'm going to talk. I'm going to live tweet the Oscars." And I said. You know, that would be great. I think that would be really fun. And I will retweet you if you do and whatever. He never did. And I just said, man, what happened last night? You didn't, or what's happening? You're not live tweeting. And the next day he responds like, you know, I was just thinking about it, but uh, we didn't do the Oscar bet this thing this year. And I said, I know, isn't that weird? And then was it, I think the night of or the next night or two days later, maybe it was Tuesday night because it's usually when we record, you texted me saying... I'm a little bummed. We didn't do the thing this year, and I'm just I, like I'm all. I, I, I don't. I, I, don't I don't. I don't. Yes, but then who sort of says they were bummed that we didn't do it? I wasn't. I never said bummed. I swear to God, you said bummed. Did I, I type I'm, bummed. I you might have been bummed. I I'm probably wrong. I'm no. probably very wrong. But I I it was very. I thought it was very. I, I showed Sarah, and Sarah thought it was just funny. She's like, uh, yeah, because I listened to one of the episodes, and you guys do not. They don't seem to be thrilled by doing oh, no. it. Right. And so I, remember, I, just, I think I, I left I did, left you one. You did a squash lay at one at one. It was uh It was the last one we did. Yeah, it was the last 
Was it the last? Yeah, it was. Or no, I think it was the one before We've that. We've done two. Or have we done three? We've done like four. No. We've done the show about six. This is our six years. No. What? Yeah. This Ugh. is... Okay, I apologize. I stand corrected. But the fact that you mentioned it means it was on your mind. I mentioned it. It was on my mind. I'm sitting there. I, I watched for about ten seconds. I'm like, this is so stupid. And then I was like, we didn't do that this year. This is hard to say, but I cannot believe we didn't do any Oscar picks this year. Yeah. If it was... In, in, but see, knowing you this long, in Nate, ease, in Nate E's, that means you were a little bummed. You were just a little... Don't tra- try to translate. I, I th- That was a translation. Yeah. I, I, I do believe that. Because you know what? If you didn't really care, you wouldn't have said anything and to person. You were just like, we ain't doing Oscars this year. And that's all I would say. But you said, this is hard to say. Why is it hard to say? That means that this is hard for you to bring up a minute. Why? You don't like doing it. So why? W- who cares? Just mention it. But then you're like, this is hard to say. But it we was didn't do hard Oscar- to say. We didn't do Oscar picks this year. It doesn't even make any sense. It should be, this is hard to say, but we didn't do any Oscar picks, and I'm pretty bummed. But it didn't come out that way. Right. But that's technically what you were really saying. Well, technically, we don't know. Right. And, that, and don't you owe us last year for losing? I'm pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, I did a really good job of avoiding that, because I did not want to lose. Actually, I think I lost last year. No. It was me. No, it, it was, was me. You. The last one we did, I lost because I didn't even get second. Every year, I stayed consistent at getting second place. Every time I got second, which was I, was, fine. I don't get you that. You and John would switch between first That's and last. Place. Yeah. And then the one real year, you guys decided to make a big bet. Yeah, I'm supposed to pay for a movie. And I forget. I don't remember who you... I think you won, but I don't remember. So one of you were was supposed to choose a movie. Yeah. And that's why I didn't want it to be you because you bought you would want like IMAX, 5D, yeah, Night of the Opening, which is just if you go to a movie that if you go to a movie the night of it opens, you are by definition a retard. Why? Why are I you hate retard? opening night is dumb. Why do you hate? Why do you hate? Because depending, I can't I can't do it because everybody thinks everything is funny, and everybody's like, "What can I do to make a noise?" What can I do to make... What can I do for this? Oh, it's been nine seconds since I checked my phone. Well, you just went, like, all over the map there. Yeah, like, because I can't... You go, like, three weeks later when no one's really there. That's when it's peaceful. I can watch the movie and find something funny, and then... That's it. It's just so much easier. I can leave in under an hour. I can get there five minutes before it starts and not worry about some prepubescent pimple fucker who gets the seat I won. He's only 5'8". Now, let me ask you. And he's constantly, besides, and he or she besides, is constantly doing this. I'm watching a movie. With all the time that you've been to a movie opening with me, besides Thor, which that was because you lost the bet. You didn't win. You didn't win. I didn't that win. Was, that was I had to place. go to Thor, but I didn't have to pay for Thor. That is true. Double-edged sword. Yes, but still. St- besides, besides that, but even that, Thor. besides the fact you didn't want to go to really see Thor, and and you went anyway. When at least with me, when have you ever been to a situation where besides parking or leaving? Because that's I I, I hear you with that one. That like you had a like that you had that exact experience. Was I hated it? Like no, like I'm like where people were texting and doing every all that. time you just look around, someone's always on their phone. Like they can't just leave it off and enjoy the movie for a couple. I understand there are emergencies, and right now that's bullshit. There weren't any because that person would have left the building. So I'm yeah, leaving out anymore. I only I only say it because I want to be a teacher and I understand about emergencies and things that happen and blah blah blah. But there is also a reality. Those little Twinkie kids had nothing better to do. Five seconds went by, and they are so addicted to their phones, they had to check them. I'm trying to think, though. And that one light in a black room... Oh, it's annoying as fuck. Your eyes just go to it. Right, because Or one kid has to make a noise to talk to that kid. There's a light on the screen right here, and your eyes are here, then the light just goes, bing, like that. And your your eyes, your eyes are drawn downward. It happens all the time. I don't want it to. There are movies where it's like once or twice. Okay, now, if it's opening night, like opening weekend, I will agree with that. That happens. That's why usually, to me, midnight showings, there's only two midnight showings... That I'm sorry, three midnight showings I've ever been to where I hated the experience, and that was uh, Watchmen, John, myself, and my dad. Went no, I didn't saw, see Watchmen. 
Watchmen, that was horrible because the th- and this is the thing that bothered me. There were guys probably older than us in their 40s. Like, comic book guy. Fat ass fuckers, pimple faced, giant, and the super fucking, like, tight so you can see their fat rolls oozing out, muffin tops and shit. And they had Watchmen shirts on. They had fucking Watchmen shirts on. So at some point, they're a fan. <laughs> I, or I, I would hope I don't know. Well, Spidey sense is telling me that they're they know what the, they, they've seen the movie. Yeah. Or sorry, they they've read the comic. So we're sitting there, and the credits don't even like. Have you seen Watchmen? Or I've seen part. Or, I've, I've, I've seen part. Have, have you seen the opening at least? I, if I did, I don't remember. Okay. For, uh, in case you remember this, if not, the movie opens up on the smiley face. That was sort of like the, the, the button that the comedian wears. It's the yellow smiley face, you know. Anyway, it opens on yellow credits saying Warner Brother Pictures presents uh, Watchmen or whatever. And it zooms off the smiley face as the comedian is thrown out of the window. And, like, why is, why is it turns yellow? These fuckers just start, they're like fucking hyenas. Start laughing. And, like, I'm going, like, what the fuck is so funny? So I'm thinking, okay, it's nothing. And all of a sudden, Rorschach starts talking. Rorschach, city, city, everything. Oh, I got it. The guy with yeah. the changing face? Right, right okay. yeah, the Rorschach test for the face. He starts talking. It's not funny. They start laughing. The more things continue. They keep, they keep laughing. The music starts playing. They laugh at that. They laugh at fucking everything. I don't hear them eating. They don't have munchies. They're not. I don't think. I don't. I don't think they're fucking high, but they're laughing. None of this shit's funny. So the entire movie, I'm trying to get involved, and I just hear. <laughs> I wish they fucking stop laughing. Yeah. And there was only one part that I felt that was somewhat laughable, and just because it just felt like, oh, this is the movie we're doing, and it's where they're. But if you read the comic book, the guy who wrote the comic book said, "Well, this is where I want to be playing in the song." So they they're falling the, which is they played. Night Owl and the, whatever the girl they, like do a hardcore fuck scene and they play Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Yeah, and I so don't remember the sex scene. Yeah, and so it's a little funny. It probably is because I spent the time that I watched staring at a blue guy's wiener for an hour. <laughs> that probably is what threw it's me It's weird out. watching Dr. Manhattan's cock for a bit if you focus on it. But if, if you realize. No, that, it's not. It's just. Everywhere <laughs> you went, you're it's just, there. It's there. You're just right there, like, okay. There it is. Uh, I mean... So the, I made it about 15 minutes. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. I know it's a long movie, and it's supposed to be depressing. Yeah, it's like, not... It's not like a family. You, you don't, oh, you don't look at it. Now. Yeah. Yeah, you... Especially with it. You know, it's a family movie. It's just you see the guy's blue wiener all the time. And beyond that, though, family movie. No, no, not at all. It's... It's really like a realistic take on superheroes. The only thing that... The, matter of fact, the only person in the entire history of superheroes that has superpowers is Dr. Manhattan, the guy with the blue wiener. He transcends time. That's his power. And he he's the like someone who transcends time. He... Uh, 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 it's my mother. No. My mother is texting me, Are you home okay? I was like, yes. Say no, play alone. Yes. No, that's horrible. So I... Uh, so that's he's the only person that has any superpower, and, and if you, any part of the movie you might have saw where he talks about how he's losing touch of humanity, that's because he's not human anymore. That's mm-hmm. literally the everyone else horribly human, murdered. Matter of fact, that's the whole thing is that oh, half these superheroes gets are getting killed. Well, why? Who would kill someone who was a superhero, blah blah, blah or a hero? So, but uh, and it's really depressing, um, and it's not a kids' movie at all, but. Like, why would you fucking laugh at any, any of this stuff? It's yeah. a, I had to go back a second time to the theater to watch it, and I actually thought it was much, much... Uh, Better? Yeah. And besides that sex scene, it, I didn't laugh out loud, but I was like, ooh, it still feels weird. Like, the tones, out of, it just feels like it's part of another, like, a really bad 80s movie. And the rest of it, though, is really good, except for one or, few, one or two parts that I just thought they needed to do something. It's a writing problem, not... An acting problem? No, yeah. So, um, but, uh, that's, that's, that and the other ones were, uh, all, both Star Wars. Absolutely horrible. Fucking hated Star Wars Episode 2 and Episode 3. I mean, I lo- I fucking hated it. It was literally everything you just described all happening at once. And phones coming out, people yeah, laughing people at People probably had shit. little lightsabers on their phones and they were probably trying to play They along. were doing that. They actually had real life sa- lightsabers. Oh. They were doing, I mean... 
That's what I'm saying. I, all the light, all the shows I've been to, midnight showing screenings, are usually people are very respectful because the, those who go at that, unless it's Star Wars or whatever, they're like giant fans of the property. So like they're usually, well, they, it's true. Like the only thing, the only thing is I that I think that, that would annoy you though that I the thing I like that is, but it's a preference thing. Is it's like if you go see a Broadway show, you're in the audience, and if something you see something that's funny, you laugh. It's because it's it's like a thrill it's like a thrill ride. It's supposed to be, or it's like it's like you're, it's like a show, a live show. And with midnight screens, because you're all fans, usually. So like, if something awesome happens, and if your first instinct is you would really want to clap, midnight screens usually people are like, yeah, they just start clapping. Yeah, I hate that. Now, I see, can't I, stand I, it. I I like that a little bit. I hate it. But you know, I hate that. So I can so that that's that's purely a preference thing. So at that point, then yeah, I understand. But everything else, like usually at midnight screens, usually people at midnight screens are, are big fans. They don't want to pull out their phone unless they are fucking little kids. <coughs> and usually in the summertime, though, unless it's like dark night. Well, like, the summers, well, it's the worst because they don't have anything the next day. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like I usually don't. I don't experience that problem. Like with the phones, we're in now. If it's like a, a Friday, Saturday night, like the, it's opening weekend. Oh God, yeah, I, I see that all the time. But you know, there's a Alamo Draft House, which is in Austin, Texas. As a matter of fact, it's one of the reasons why I want to go. Is they will kick you out even if during the trailers you pull out your phone to look at your phone, they kick you out. They don't care and they don't give you a refund. Matter of fact, before the trailers start, they have and it's usually they hire like Patton Oswalt uh, and other famous actors. They do a trailer before the trailers saying, uh, "Hi, this is the Alamo Draft House. We care about movies here and your experience in it." So. By the way, uh, I think it's they have versions for G-rated films. PG, P, if it's PG thirteen or above, they, they go say they cuss. This is just one. Isn't you, in PG thirteen? Only difference between PG thirteen R is like one word, right? It, you know, they say fuck once. Yeah, or something so like if that, you say but, it twice, that, that is that that's just a difference. And sex scenes, I think. Yeah, and sex scenes. Okay, I like, think you can show some boob, but not all boob, or something like that. It's some of it's only side, or it's really weird, but. Like, I know Pat Oswald, I think, recorded, like, two versions of it. One for PG-13, where he just says hell, shit, and ass a lot. And the R-rated version, he's like, you know what? If uh, you get kicked out, not our fucking problem. Fuck you for doing this, and you know what? You deserve not to watch the fucking movie. And everyone will be cheering as we walk your ass out. So don't use your cell phone, or we'll fucking kick you out. It's something like that. And there's people, they get kicked out. Matter of fact, they threaten to sue them. It's like, we warn you going in. Don't look at your cell phone. If you do, you get kicked out. And there's this one girl, you know, she wanted a refund. And I'm like, no. You do that, you're disrespectful, you don't get a refund. You get kicked out. And I am intrigued how far they would go, like, during the trailers even. I, uh, during the trailers, I do look at my phone. But once that, once the trailers go on, I, or, you know, I turn off my phone. Matter of fact, my dad gets pissed at me because I'll sit there and say, turn off your phone. Sarah wasn't annoyed when we saw Django, but um, I, I, I don't... Django. Yeah. Not the Django. I Django. know. It's just like the trailer says, it's uh, the D is silent. <laughs> Which that is a great movie, by the way. Have you seen it? No. Oh, dude, it's really good. Uh, the 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 guy who played the bad German in uh, in Glorious Bastards, mm-hmm. he is fucking awesome. He deserved the Academy Award. Oh, do you want one? Yeah, he won for best supporting actor. Matter of fact, we're sitting there watching and we're going. I, we've seen Argo, uh, Silver Lines Playlist, and Django, and we're watching. I'm like, look. We think either Alan Arkin or De Niro is going to win, but man, Walt should win, and he won, and we're just like, yay, things going right. So it was a, it was a weird. Like, so I would have lost that that category if we did do the bet because this was a weird year because I thought Lincoln was going to fucking clean house. No, Life of Pi cleaned house. You know, like, you know, I, I was impressed. I mean, I would have preferred. Hugh Jackman to win? God, no! Why? What? I don't even want to talk about Les Mis. Let's just not even talk about it. What? What? I've, hey, I saw the movie. Have you seen the movie? No. Then you can't judge it, man. I can. I can judge it based on the music. I've heard the music. No. It's not about somebody who can sing Broadway. It's not... It's operetta. So? It's above that. The ma- the guy who plays Jean Valjean and I can't say real life because it's not real, but at least real on life. Broadway, yes, is w- way better. No, 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 no. There's no no. I've heard it. I've heard it on iTunes. 
Okay? You can go and see a movie where Hugh Jackman is digitally enhanced and his sound is whatever, remastered. Okay? It's not remastered. Well, I mean, whatever. That's the whole. That thing. guy they on shot, stage just shot, has a mic. The they guy, shot, the main guy, it just has a mic. Yeah. So the, that, that's how they. Matter of fact, the whole film was shot differently from other films, which is they sh- they recorded it live. Usually, when a film does like Chicago, like right now, if we start singing da 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 da, it's all that. Ju- that's something we recorded in the studio like months before, and then we're lip singing. Yeah. We're lip syncing it. They didn't do that in Les Mis. The guy who directed the film, he's like, I want a real performance. I wanted to do it like you're doing it live right now in front of an audience. And so That's good. They, they, they brought a piano on, whatever. The only thing they added in later was the orchestra, the orchestra pieces. They, the piano, though, played live, and they sang live using the actual boom mic. And I, Good. He's still... I, 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 yes, but see, I'm... Defend okay. You can defend Hugh Jackman all you want. That's personal opinion. Defend Russell Crowe. Go. I can't. Thank only, you. No, no, no. Jesus. The only thing I can all say they about did Russell- was pick famous stars who they thought could sing. It had nothing to do with acting ability. It's just, are you famous? Can you sing? You're in the movie. But see, Anne Hathaway has a good voice. It's not that powerful. I don't know. Like. For the movie, I thought she did okay. I, again, I mean, I'm not I, saying I think, they're not I, good do I, actors. Do I think she deserved the Academy Award for that role? No, heavens, no. She won an Academy Award. She for won that? the Academy Award for it. Here's what it is: that whole song was done in one take, and that's literally they, they, which they, one? Uh, the song "I Dreamed a Dream." She did, okay. it, she did it all in one take, and Hooper apparently was so he's like, "This is so powerful that." To make the studio happy, I think he went back and reshot it, but they used the original take, and that's all they did, was just that one take, and it was so good, that's what's in the movie. But for safety reasons, they went back and shot it. That's what I've heard. So, And yeah, it's one take, literally, the camera's just right there on her, and it doesn't flinch or move. That's okay. Whatever. And it's powerful when you're watching it. I don't think she deserved the Academy fucking award for that because it's like, what, a four or five minute song and the camera doesn't leave you. Fuck, Aaron Sorkin did, was it five, six minute walk arounds in West Wing where the camera is just constantly moving down a hall and they walk in circles and he, you know, Aaron Sorkin's dialogue is just nothing but word, just tons of words. It's, I, I just don't think she deserved that. Now, again, that's personal opinion, but... And I'm not, yeah, I'm a fan of, of Jackman, but I got to say going in, I wasn't, I, it's like Neil Patrick Harris. I like Neil Patrick Harris, but was it Neil's Puppet Dreams? The first one was really good. All the rest of them after that have been sort of, eh, they're not great. Hugh Jackman, I don't like all his stuff. Like, I thought Wolverine movie was horrible. Yes, I agree. Here's the thing. I agree. Hugh Jackman's good in it. It's just it's the writing was bad. This one I didn't. I don't care for Les Mis. Or Les Mis. I don't like the music. It's I. It's not that I don't disres- I don't respect opera, but I like musicals that are catchy. Like you know, Guys and Dolls. To me, uh, Madison County's doing. Oh, I was gonna say Madison County's doing that this summer. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Uh, Madison County's where we're from uh, originally. I'll have to tell Sarah. That's her favorite musical, and I just go besides Luck Be a Lady Tonight. I really do not like any song in that yeah. musical. But that's what I'm saying. But even Brigadoon. Besides, oh, God, I hated Brigadoon. No, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's only, like, one song that's catchy in that. And it's the one that Nat King Cole took from it and made it and sang it. And a lot of other people made it. Like, it's a standard. But it comes from Brigadoon. Beyond that, the rest of that music and that thing is just sort of... It's not catchy. It doesn't, like... There's nothing in it that's catchy to me. Like, that's why I like the Alan Macon stuff. The Disney musicals. Which because they did Little Shop of Horrors, they did Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Those are songs to me, at least that there's at least two songs in the whole musical that are catchy. Actually, there's a lot more than that usually. I like stuff like that. If it's not catchy, I don't really give a shit. And I'm sorry, Lay Miz. Besides, I dreamed a dream. Yeah, it's it, not meant to be like that type of Broadway show. It's supposed to be more serious. Like it's above an opera, or above a Broadway show, but below an opera, an operetta. No, exactly. Some dialogue. And, and That's I, why I, I didn't that. like the cast. And I Hugh Jackman that. is not going... I, I, I listen to his stuff. Okay? John Valjean is basically... I mean, all this crap has happened to him. Yeah. I don't even know why the man never killed himself. 
True. Like, that's what's going on. I didn't hear that in the in iTunes, so I didn't think I was going to hear it in the movie. I, I didn't think... Fe- I know the story. I didn't feel his... Pa- I understand that when you see it, your eyes are open, blah, blah, blah. I, but, but I see... I, I'm just saying, man, I wouldn't say go to the theaters and watch it for you, but I would say... Try when it comes out, I'm going to see. I'm not. I, I love the. I love it. I'll give everyone the benefit of the doubt when I get to see it. I just have heard the music and, and the comments. I'm not. I mean, people. You know, our listeners can think what they want of me. I'm not alone. Every oh, it's just, every not. other one is like, oh my god, this person made me cry, and then the next one's like, this person made me fall asleep. Everybody. I mean, I listened to Russell Crowe's tracks, and that right there was like. That's when I knew that the movie was all about the people and not about the show. Yeah. Because I'm not, I have no problem with his acting. It's just oh, yeah. you need the double threat. You don't need a triple threat. They don't really need to be able to dance really because that can all be you know edited or whatever. Yeah, it's not like it's live. I don't, I don't know but about you the need show, the you but... need the double. Every actor has to at least be a double threat. They have yeah. to be able to act and they have to be able to sing and to sing with passion. Right. So. I mean, the only thing... Here's the thing about but Crow. But I got great reviews. So I would like, say about Crow, because I agree with you, Crow is... He is not fantastic at all. But... From the part... The way the part is, I thought it fit him okay. Could someone else have done it way better? Oh, fuck yes. Mm-hmm. And blown out of the but water. But then you start to think, is his character meant to sing well? Or is it just meant to, you know... Somebody well, he has who's a singing, very but not limited, the character himself's vocal part yeah. has a very limited range. It's almost very because like John Valjean Listen, uh, he's saying hit Russell Crowe, uh, uh, Master of the House, right? That's him. No, 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 no. no that's Sarah Bacha Cohen. As a matter of fact, that okay. was freaking. Uh, see, I, that's a, okay. That song I like from start to finish. And okay, there are two songs, but there's like thirty songs in Les Mis. Okay, yeah, Russell plays the. Uh, I don't want to say the villain, but basically the well, antagonist. Not, the unintentional villain. He truly yeah. believes in what he believes in, and then that's yeah. what. Okay, yeah. I got it. Okay. Um, uh, Javier, 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 the the police captain. But anyway, yeah. Like like when you, if you saw his performance on the Oscars, it was horrible. I think they did. Maybe they went back and record. I don't know, but. He sings in a rock band. He sings grunge music. His throat is for grunge music. Russell Crowe does? Yeah. It's called, I think, 10,000 Feet or 10,000 Grunts of Feet or something uh, like that. Grunts I of Feet. I have That's what I'm saying. No. Like, I would never consider him to be a Broadway singer. No. Never. N- never. They could have picked Health or Johnny Depp in there. Well, that's what I'm saying. And so for the part, considering what it is, and it's a very limited range, like you and I could do that part with very not good opera training. It's, it's one of those parts where... I would say an intermediate singer could, mm-hmm. eh, yeah, you know. parts like that. It's just it's, it's all yeah. about the it's all about the visual. So I just need to see. I guess there's only so much love I can judge. But, but no, I like, agree with you though. He was he is not he was not. I, I wish there was someone better. But his acting sort of override. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, it, it, what, made, yeah. it made it passable. But like when you saw it in the Oscars, he was the weak, the very weak link when they did the big Lay Miz number, where a lot of a lot of musicals yeah, today a, always want to have a lay uh, What is number. One Day More, it should be... Yes, that was the song I was It with. should be um, it's all Hugh Jackman, Anne Hathaway, Sasha, and oh, Russell. Hellebone Carter as well. She plays the, the, the... Is she in it? Yeah, she plays Sasha Baron Cohen's wife. Oh, okay. I know, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, Master use, of I didn't the see house. her. Da, 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 yeah. Da. yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, and she's hilarious, too. Matter of fact, they are both really good. Um, that's what I'm saying, like, they're... I never heard that song before, and I was very pleased by that, but it, that felt like it was a part of another musical. See, that's my problem with Les Mis overall, is that it's beautifully... The music itself, even in the, I love the, the, the Broadway I love the version, music. it's beautifully it's beautifully done, but like it feels, it all feels like it's not part of the same thing. Like, Master of the House, I Dream Your Dream, feels like it's part of an actual, like a normal musical with operatic tones to it. Mm-hmm. The rest of it feels like it's part of an opera. And that's fine, but it just, I don't know, it's weird. It's really weird to me. And I i like it, it though. I, I do like, oh, The Empty Chair is really good, too. Bring Him Home is my favorite. And when, once you hear some, it's like listening. Which one was Bring Me Home? I'm bring trying to. Bring Him Home. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bring Him Home. Okay. Uh, the guy who does it that I have, it's, I mean, it's like it's like going to a Reds game, and then watching 
uh, than going to like a high school game. Like that bottle's empty. Um, it's just no comparison. Or like going to like a Bengals game and then going to a high school game. Yeah, so it's so it's, it's not. I mean, it's not Jackman's fault. It's just when you hear somebody who's been doing it and who is the role, there's just no comparison. Right. I just know there's someone out there better. But I mean, everybody says that he did a good acting job and singing job. He definitely did better than Russell, in my opinion. Oh God. So yes. now, do they win a lot of awards? I don't even know if they, if they want. If they, they, I know you said Anne Hathaway got Anne Hathaway got. That's what I'm saying. Like so, a she lot got of the best. Pie. She got best actress or whatever. Yep, best actress. Best actor went to Daniel Day Lewis for Lincoln, but he deserved it. I mean, he was really good as Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he hasn't been in the spotlight for a while. I know he's done a couple movies here and there, but I still I, the only movie I even remember him in is Last of the Mohicans. Uh, I know he's been. I know he's been in other things. Yeah. He was in something else before Lincoln that I remember watching him in. Yeah, he was in like a scruffy western type movie, wasn't he? That's where I've seen him like with a scruffy so, yeah. beard and something old. I mean, I can't. I guess I can't say it was a oh, western. Oh, uh, there will be blood. Yes, he again. That's where the whole phrase "I drink your milkshake, brother Eli." Come here, I'm going to drink your fucking milkshake, and he, he kills the guy. And you're just like, well, that happened. <laughs> well, we just witnessed that. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen The Ruby Blood, but I remember the preview and I remember... Oh, man. That's... It's... Okay. It's a... I think you'd find it horribly boring. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it, it's... A lot of people will tell... They're just straight up honest that they don't think I'll like something. No, no. I mean, knowing you well enough now, I, I think like, you know... I think like if, if you would read the Wikipedia entry of the plot... You'd be like, oh, well, that's better. I think you would maybe want to watch like maybe two to three scenes in the whole movie, and you'd be like, oh, okay, I like that. That part, it's good, but I don't want to see the rest of it. And that's sort of, because it's I, really. It's, I, it's, I went it's, to see Thor. Yes, but sometimes though, with comic book movies, I think you can go either way because either like, like I remember you, you sort of there, you had problems with Sandman, but then you love Spider Man too, which is. Okay, there's a man with spider powers, <laughs> and then there's a man with Dr. Octopus, and they're doing all this other stuff, but you can't believe Salmon, but you believe Venom, a weird symbiotic suit. That's what I'm saying. So, I think it can go both ways with you, but I know for a fact that it, I think you're, you'd be impatient during it, and because even I got, there were parts where I'm like, where is this going? Like, this is like a three-hour movie, and it's just sort of plotting along, and it's a character study more than anything. So if you don't like that stuff, you, yeah, not gonna like it. No, right, but but still, I think the story is fascinating because it's about a guy who would do anything, including for you know for uh, forsake his own family, even though it's not really blood. You know, there literally will be blood. He loses the blood of his family, and then he he kills he kills to get what he wants. It's really. Yeah, and then the part where you want to actually the moment the movie gets actually really good is the very end where he kills brother Eli, and he bludgeons him to death with like a bowling pin or a bowling ball. Yeah, because that's the whole thing is he sells. I don't know what he used. I don't remember. It, it takes place in a lane, but think did he do this or did he do this? He did both. It's you can't hold a bowling ball. It's like hard this. to tell because you can't hold a bowling ball. The like director this. uses one shot like that because he's like, "Where are you going, brother Eli? Did I drink your fucking milkshake?" And he's like chasing him down the lanes, and the camera just stays there. It's 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 creepy. Like you're watching someone get actually get murdered. The camera just stays there, and he chases the guy down the aisle. He's throwing bowling balls and throwing pins at him, and so finally he trips and he just goes over and he picks something up and just starts just beating him and kicking him to death. Oh wow! And then the movie just sits there for a bit. And he walks back towards the camera, and it fades to black, and that's the end of the movie. And you're just like, wait. I wanted to see him get arrested, or, or how he covers it up, or... Mm-hmm. I guess that's the end. <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! So he's, yeah, and he probably would get re- he probably would get away with it, but you still wanted to see it, but they don't show that. So, yeah, I don't know, but he was fantastic in it. He, he was great in it. Like, he was that character. You know, it's not like Christian... It's not like Christian Bale as Batman, where... Hello, Alfred. I talk like this, almost like Lauren Michaels. And then he becomes Batman. Yeah. I just... I, I hate a man. Mm-hmm. You like Batman? I, oh, I love Batman. I just thought that was just a, such an interesting choice. It's uh-huh. like... I mean, granted, it's it's unique, I guess, because that's a character voice, but like at one point you sit there and go, 
I have to keep doing that fucking voice. And I'll probably always be remembered for doing that fucking voice. Kids will come up to me and say, like, Batman, I'll be 80 years old. I could have throat cancer, and I won't be able to do this voice. And the kid will cry at me, and they'll hate me. And I'll be like, fuck you. But I'll be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, it, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're a voice actor and you do like a voice like, hey, everybody, you got to scream now. You, you have to, that's the Oh, character. Bobcat. Well, that's well, something like that. But, you know, he doesn't do that anymore because it, it started to hurt his throat. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I've done that before. There are so deep. I know. There's I, so many levels of you. To, to, to get something, you must first You're like die. an onion. I, that's right. I designed everything to be like Harry Potter. To defeat Voldemort, Voldemort, whatever his name is. Oh, you mean Horcruxes? Yeah, well... No, well, Harry is a Horcrux. That's what I'm saying. You can kill all the Horcruxes you want, but if you don't kill yourself, well... <laughs> Harry's not a... He didn't die. He, Harry was a Horcrux. He didn't die. He did, actually. He got. He died once. But it, in process, though, it really killed Voldemort. That, the, the horror crux part. That's what... Oh, oh okay. I you, remember. I, I kind of yeah. watched it. <laughs> I zoned in and out. Yeah, because... It, yeah, the books were so much better. Well, yeah. But well, then God, she yeah. got famous and everybody's like, well, I could tell her that her writing is starting to go and that... The, I thought a lot of people said the later books got actually better than her earlier. Oh books. my gosh! No, I mean I maybe I haven't. I'm all, I'm Deathly Hallows. Uh, I'm only about two hundred pages in, but like five, six, and se- one through four, in my opinion, are written better than five, six, and seven. It's just could be just a personal Fair opinion. Enough. I but it just that. seems like I mean it's not that they're bad. It's just I'm reading the first ones and. Uh, there, I'm not catching any errors. I'm not, um, I like, it's just her flow is good, but it seems like, I mean, once the person starts to become famous and then now they're writing for more of a job than for the love. I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if she wrote all seven and then she was discovered. What are your thoughts on Stephen King then? I've never read a Stephen King book. Really? Well, that's not true. I started reading, I started reading Misery, uh, just reading Misery makes me want to punch anyone who's made, who makes a Stephen King movie, or, yeah, who, who makes it from the book to the movie and doesn't put in everything. Because the part where she makes him drink mop water, I wanted to punch her. I wanted to just snap her neck. I mean, what, I forget her, I forget where her, Annie, whatever her name is in the, yeah, yeah. Annie. Uh, I mean, she's a saint compared to just what I've read. In the Misery book. Like, she's a fucking psycho bitch. In oh, the yeah. book. In the movie, I was a nurse and I killed babies. That's all I get. I don't get that she's that crazy. Just after reading... I mean, if I just saw the movie, like, b- before two years ago, yeah, yeah, she is crazy. But the book, that's a completely... That's a different crazy Annie. So, I would like to finish Misery at one point. But you did enjoy it. It's a, oh, so far I love it. Stephen King is incredibly well, a lot of descriptive. People, a lot of people. Say I love Stephen the description. Uh, today is still very good. And I haven't read anything from the past. I mean, there are some books that he goes in and out where it's not as good as some of his other stuff. But it's still it's it's like how a lot of people. But you're gonna Simpsons yeah, but he's while. he's gonna get it published because he's Stephen King. Well, yeah, but you know how people say about the Simpsons, where it, compared to the Simpsons early stuff, it's not good. But, like, it's better than... Because it's The Simpsons, it's better than, like, almost everything on TV. It's... that That's how Stephen King is sort of considered. There are some stuff where oh. it's, it's just as good as his early stuff, like Cujo, Misery, It, stuff like that. And then you have other... Like, lately I heard the last, like, almost all his last however books are have been... Fan- I think 1963 got mixed reviews. But, like, the, uh, was it The Dome? Uh, cell, cell, cellular or Cell... Like, a bunch of other books I remember being considered a renaissance for him. That's what I've heard the reviews say. Because, you know, everyone goes through a renaissance. I think it's bullshit. It's just, how many good reviews are you getting is what it really comes down to. But um, I've not heard complaints on the message boards on the internet. People still love Stephen King. And some of the stuff I've, I've read from it, it's actually pretty darn cool. Matter of fact, he was on Craig Ferguson. He, had a, he said a great idea. He could never figure out what to do with it. And uh, we'll, matter of fact, we'll end thinking about it, which is the story idea was he never knew what to go with it because he didn't know what was actually terrifying, and it's called Ladies' Room. 
And the joke is in itself is, ha, oh, the ladies room, but a man and his wife go to the airport, and his wife goes to the bathroom. She never comes out. And he's sitting there waiting, he starts to realize that any woman who goes into this bathroom never comes out. So him and a few other husbands decide to go into the ladies' room to find out what's in there, and when he, they open it up, he, they find...